Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 279 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today uh, with a very special uh, Come Follow Me um, couple of days as we of course are reviewing General Conference. Uh, But I also want to review any listener comments that we have had as well uh, over the past week in this particular episode. This week, as I'm sure you'll remember, we focused on the ministry of the Saviour amongst the Nephites after his sermon on the temple, uh, and we had a look at how he he ministered to all the afflicted, those who were sick, ill, or had uh, physical, um, you know, disabilities, or or, all all manner of afflictions, and he even healed them, every one. And then I asked the question, what can we learn from this pattern in our own ministering? Uh, And Thamar Kurgavan, Kurgavan, once again, I hope I've said that name right, uh, gave us a, a comment on that. She said, I learned that it is not about who the ward assigns you to. Everyone around you needs ministering, whether that's a smile, a kind word, a text, a visit, a bigger act of service or whatever else. We need to be watchful with our eyes open and our ears listening to anyone who might be needing us to be an instrument in Heavenly Father's hands. Um, and actually, that that quote was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And it links really well to something that Sister Michelle D. Craig said in the Saturday morning session of conference. So let's move into looking at um, the Saturday morning session of conference. And we'll start with Sister Michelle D. Craig, as she did say something that links really well to the comments from the listener that we've just had. Uh, she talked about, and you'll remember this probably very well, the experience of her having to change something in her life so that she could minister more like the saviour. She spoke about how she realised that she needed to change um, something which was looking at her phone while she was waiting in queues. Now, obviously, though, during the the COVID-19 pandemic, we've probably become accustomed to large queues going into shops and things like that. Uh, And so in waiting in those queues, she said that she'd look at her phone. And there's nothing particularly wrong with that. You know, she was answering emails. She was following up with individuals that she tried to contact and things like that. So it's not like she was, you know, wasting the time as such. But she realised that she may be missing individuals around her. So she decided to make a commitment to not look at her phone whilst in queues. So, you know, the next time she went to the to a shop and she was waiting in a queue, she she didn't she started to get her phone out and then put it away. And then she looked around and noticed that there was a man in front of her with some tins of cat food and she had a conversation and really was able to really minister to him and found out it was his birthday today and was able to, you know, congratulate him and to wish him a happy birthday. And that was a very simple thing, um, but it will have obviously had a huge impact on him and it did have an impact on her. And it's this same thing that we're talking about with Christ and his ministering. That it doesn't matter who we, we are, our ministering families are. Of course, we should be looking out for them as a minimum. But look around elsewhere. Look around, you know, when you're in, in your day to day lives. Look for the one that you can reach out to. That is something that I've tried to do in the past, but I'm probably not as good at making sure I do that now, is looking out for one that I can do something for and record that somewhere, whether it's a journal. I have a journaling app that I use. Um, you know, whatever it is, you know, that'd be great. And uh, it will help us to become more closer to the Saviour in his acts and in, and in his behaviours uh, and his manner. So the general conference itself, I'm recording this, as I've mentioned before, on the Sunday morning now. So we've not yet had... And that's Sunday morning UK time. So we haven't yet had the Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon sessions. So I'm sure I think what I'll do tomorrow for tomorrow's episode is, uh, even though it's usually a start on Come Follow Me that we do, uh, I'll probably refer some more to to a general conference as we are coming toward the end of the section for Come Follow Me this week, these two weeks anyway. Um, So that's a, a very good thing to do. 
So the first talk that really hit home to me was Alda Bednar's. He was obviously after President Russell M. Nelson, who talked about the wonderful things the church is doing and has done this year so far about over the the global pandemic, but also the spiritual progress that we've tried to make. But then Alda Bednar spoke about um, tests and this really hit home to me. I've been reading, I read a book a few, quite a few months ago because uh, I am a teacher and I like to read. Um, I was reading a book about teaching maths in, in the classroom and one section was focused on tests and how tests are obviously useful, as Alda Bednar points out, to help us have a spiritual standard that we know that we're working towards and know how well we are doing. And it isn't the favourite part of learning, but they are essential. Um, however, uh, there's also a testing theory which actually shows that tests and doing regular tests can actually improve your learning as well, like actually help you retain information and help you to progress as you go through the learning process if you have regular tests along the way rather than one big test to the end. Um, and I'll have to find the research for that and, and record it down and share it. But it really was fascinating. So when I heard this talk by Alda Bednar, it just really rung true. Uh, it was fantastic. He spoke about how 2020 has been a challenging year and that the tests that we have had have helped us to prove, be, be proved because the word test doesn't appear in the scriptures. Um, and then he says about how for future tests, we need to have, make preparation and then press forward. And he talked a lot about food storage, about self-reliance, uh, spiritual as well as temporal, uh, and all, all manner of certain things like that. A big thing that hit home to me was that, um, you know, the gospel is about preparation. It's a, and it's really about building us up and preparing us for the storms of life. And something that came across to me is that if Elder Bethnar is speaking about, you know, now needing to prepare for future tests, you know, some would argue that we've made the preparations now and we're pressing forward through the global pandemic. So does that suggest that there are greater tests to come? You know, I think we have to probably accept that there are. And so whilst this has been a very challenging time for many of us, um, it isn't over yet, I'm afraid to say. And I think, uh, and that's obviously, you know, to be expected with the, the signs of the times and the second coming coming ever closer. Uh, and so now is the time to prepare today. Uh, what things can we do to make sure that we are ready both temporally and spiritually? How can we make sure that spiritually and physically, but also emotionally, intellectually and socially, um, that we are preparing ourselves and building ourselves up? It was a wonderful talk uh, and one which, uh, you know, will be one of the highlights, I think. I was a bit gutted, actually. I've been asked by um, our Elders Quorum president uh, to share a 20 minute section in our next week's meeting um, about... Um, you know, at one talk at conference that stood out to me and, and some messages that I got from it and to leave some discussion on that. And they all thought they also asked someone else. And that individual messaged me within five seconds after Elder Bednar said amen and and messaged me to say, I, you know, I, I Bagsy, I, I claim Elder Bednar's talk. And I was like, oh, darn it, because it's such a good one. But it's not the only one. Let's move on. Uh, we had Elder Scott D. Whiting um, talking about how we need to develop Christ-like attributes. I, you know, there was so many times in this conference. So Sister Craig did it when she did it. She told of an experience where she was trying to develop herself and where she almost failed at one point, but then she managed to, you know, do very well with it. Um, Elder Scott D. Whiting talked about a moment recently, was his word, where he was told or given direction by a priesthood leader on a Christ-like attribute that he could develop. Uh, and then he went home to his wife, who lovingly, you know, agreed, but said that she would support him to do so. Um, 
And I just think that's fascinating that, you know, this is a member of the 70. This is a general authority. And he's saying from the pulpits to millions of members of the church worldwide, you know, my priesthood leader sent to me, I need to work on this. You know, if, 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 if my bishop or, you know, if one of my leaders at church came to me and said, you know, you really need to work on, let's say, patience or, um, or whatever Christ-like attribute they, they bring up, I'd be a bit shocked. I'd be like, oh, uh, okay. So the fact that, you know, he was very open with that, I thought was wonderful. Uh, and I loved that talk. I loved that idea. Uh, and I loved his um, his openness with it. He mentioned about doing the chapter six, uh, Christ-like attribute activity and come follow me. And that is actually something that my, me and my wife, my wife and I uh, have done in the past few months uh, at one point. But I, we have, I, I personally have forgotten to review that uh, as we started with vigor and eagerness to um, review it re- regularly. So it is stuck up on my, on my bedroom wall there to see. So I'll have to have a look at that again. Um, but yeah, again, another excellent talk. Elder Quintanella Cook's talk was great. I, I probably did not get as much from that one myself personally uh, as maybe I did as I did from the other ones. But a lot of talk about being one, about unity, about loving one another, about being together through difficult times and building up Zion. And that is one of the two main messages I've seen come through this set, these sessions so far on Saturday morning. Whether they're reflected in Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon, I don't know. You know, obviously, by now listening to this. But one of them was preparation and pressing forward through tests and how that adversity is good for us. But also that we need to be, love one another and be together and be unified during this time as well. Have unity because that will be an important uh, thing to have during these difficult times. Uh, I am going to have to stop there because we are reaching 10 minutes, but I'll continue tomorrow, probably with the Saturday sessions, uh, and then take a day or two to talk about the Sunday sessions as well. So we'll have a lot of discussion about conference. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Please share your thoughts from conference, your favourite talks, your favourite thought, your thoughts and insights that you got from it on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. That'll be fantastic. Uh, and also you can um, email ldsstudysession at gmail.com or just private message me on Facebook if you'd like to join on a future podcast episode. Discussing anything you've learned from conference would be wonderful or even to discuss future Come Follow Me study uh, points and uh, insights or if you want to share anything else that you've studied on the podcast and come on and share it with me, I'd love to do that as well. Thank you very much for your time for listening and until we meet again. <laughs>